Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Carlos.love from um, Talkaholic Junction and also our second channel, Vile Ventures. Anything and everything scary. And this podcast, we're pretty much going to be um, just talking about, like I said, anything and everything scary, as in, like, uh, you know, uh, UFOs, uh, ghosts, demons, boogeymans, true crimes, the thing that goes bump at night. Everything you can think of that scares you, that's what we're going to be talking about on this podcast. Um, so I did already record this episode, but I didn't like the intro because I did it over Zoom with uh, Mike. He's one of the guests. And I didn't like the intro and I didn't like the way I told the story. So I'm going to do it again in the beginning. And then we're going to switch over to Mike and uh, he's going to give us his side of the story. Um, oh, I didn't bring that up. Um we're going to be talking about how me and him and a group of us went to Bobby Mackey's. We're going to be telling the stories of us and of Bobby Mackey's on this podcast. And we're going to break it down the two parts. Okay. Audio listeners, audio listeners can't see this, but I said two parts, but I got two up and one right here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't judge me. Um, so let's start it off. Bobby Mackey's Music World, a.k.a. the Gateway to Hell, is located in Wilder, Kentucky. It is a popular nightclub uh, full of dancing and good times, but with a really, really, really messed up and sinister past. Like, when I say messed up, I mean messed up. So, um, on the same site in 1950... Uh, Bobby Mackey's used to be a slaughterhouse. It was a meat packing facility in Kentucky, well, Northwest Kentucky. And uh, for everybody that's wondering, Wilder, Kentucky is pretty much uh, right across the bridge from Cincinnati. And um, that slaughterhouse um, had a whale. And pretty much all that... Um, Blood, guts, and waste from the animals would just be like going down into the well, out into the Ohio River. And that's one reason why I don't recommend swimming in the Ohio River. But hey, some of y'all are nasty and do that type of stuff. I ain't going to judge, but it is what it is. Um, But some researchers have speculated that after the slaughterhouse closed in the 18, well, 1890s, uh, satanic cults actually took over. Um, that's what they believe happened after, um, uh, it was a slaughterhouse and I, I, I can believe it. I most definitely can believe it because it was really, really like the vibes there are wild, really wild. And, uh, there's plenty of messages around that area and plenty of message like you you like I said we'll get into that later on once we talk to mike uh but it, it, it's really really wild i can believe that people did some fuck shit over there i can i really can but um let's get to um pearl bryant's um in 1896 she was murdered <laughs> in greencastle indiana and it made headlines in the regions all over because Pearl was a headless corpse and was discovered uh, 
in a field less than two miles from that slaughterhouse. Bobby Mackey's. Pearl was pregnant at the time, too. And her boyfriend, Scott Jackson, a student in Ohio College of uh, Dental Surgery, uh, wanted her to get an abortion, abortion in Cincinnati. But pretty much she wouldn't. So him and his roommate, um, what's his name? Him and his roommate Alonzo Walling attempted to do to the who excuse me, but they attempted to do the abortion uh, by themselves, and that did not end up well at all. And I don't know what fully happened, but the abortion didn't work out, and they flipped out. And to cover up the tracks, they try to hide the body and to hide. They try to hide the body, but not only did they try to hide the body, they cut her head off because they thought, you know, no head, no face, no case that they thought that. But they were ignorant and they were still discovered at the end of the day. And um, the thing that's wild about it is her head was never discovered. But her body was. Her head was never discovered, but her body was. And that's very, very, very eerie when you think about it. Whew. At the same time, um, Jackson, Jackson, the dental worker, was also known to have ties with satanic cults and um, dark rituals. And it's said that he held... Um, rituals in the basement of that slaughterhouse. So not only did he decapitate his quote-unquote girlfriend, he also did rituals on that slaughterhouse. So 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 the whole situation is just fucked and mind-blowing. Honestly. Uh, let's get more into it. Let's get more into it. So... So during the prohibitions in the mobster years, the slaughterhouse was uh, demolished and built into a casino nightclub in a speakeasy. So it's built in those three. So you you already know what happened. You know the mob. You know the mafia. Y'all know how they wrote. So plenty of deaths, plenty of alcohol, plenty of crime, plenty of all that. So nothing but negativity added on top of what happened. So it, it this area's like. Wilder, Kentucky, I'm not going to lie, it's not even just Bobby Mackey's that's eerie. Wilder, Kentucky as a whole is very eerie and weird because it's almost like nobody lives there. Whether you go during the day or night, it's just empty. Just empty. Very empty. Um. Alright, so when the Prohibition ended in 1933, Buck Brady bought the building and named it uh, Primrose. After more than a decade of successful operation, his casino caught the attentions of Cincinnati mobsters who tried to muscle their way into the operation. Hmm. When Brady refused to sell the violent, uh, 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 my fault. When Brady refused to sell, the violent escalated with fighting. So pretty much, if you don't want to sell this thing, we're just going to take it from you. Type of attitude, and. Um, Buck ended up drawing a gun at one of the mobsters named uh, Albert Red, and he ended up being charged with um, 
attempted murder and left the casino business in 1946. So the building was abandoned again. And then the building reopened in 1950s. And it was called uh, Latin Quarter. And jo- uh, Joanna, 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 that's what it is. Joanna. She was a dance hall girl. And the daughter of the nightclub owner. Uh, she fell in love with one of the singers that came up all the time and ended up getting pregnant. And the father found out, was pissed off about it. So he killed the singer. And when Joanna discovered that, uh, she took her own life in the basement, which is wild because, like I told you, they were doing all them rituals in the basement. So, rituals in the basement, no telling what the mobs did in that basement, and then a life, own life taken in the basement. And, yeah, that's, 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 uh, that, that's just a wild history. Um, and then, like I said, after all that happened, uh, in 1978, after a series of fatal shootings at the Rough and Tumble nightclub, God, the history here sucks, um, the local authorities were forced to close the establishment again. And then finally, we get to the Bobby Mackey, a young country singer and a young country singer. Who purchased the building? He turned it into a music hall. And it still stands there today. But it's hella spooky and hella scary. But Bobby Mackey himself is skeptic and low-key does not. Not low-key. He doesn't believe anything is going on there. He doesn't believe that there's ghosts or demon or anything going on in his own bar. Which is wild. Wild. Um... So that that's pretty much the story of Bobby Mackey. Um I mean, just a lot of paranormal things happen there. People will go to the bathroom alone to get scratches. Uh people will go in the tunnel and see things. Uh Bobby Mackey is just a weird, scary, and just uncomfortable place. And I would not recommend going there at all. With the group, without a group. It, it doesn't matter. Don't go. I would not recommend there. I would not recommend it. Um, but 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 to get the ball rolling into our story, um, it starts off with me. We watched the ghost adventure about Bobby Mackey earlier that day. Me and a couple guys on the football team. And I thought it'd be funny if I'd come back to them later on with a ripped shirt, you know, a little sweaty and like freak them out and make them make it seem like I went to Bobby Mackey's. And left my stuff there. And I, I thought it'd be a funny joke. And I ended up doing it and it worked out. And uh this guy named Mark, he helped me out with it too, because he came sweating, shirt ripped, and like it, they believed it. So we all hopped in a car, and then there was a second car with us, and we start going down the hill. So I went to a small Christian college in Cincinnati called Cincinnati Christian University. Uh, it actually shut down back in 2019 because the president sucks and the school does not. The, the school sucked in general when it comes to the higher ups. Every single one of y'all there, y'all sucked. I want y'all to know that. 
But anyways, <laughs> CCU has this big hill. So by the time we get in the middle of that hill, I start laughing. I'm like, hey, we ain't got to go. Stop it. Let's turn back and go back up and chill. We ain't got to go here. I was playing. My stuff is in my room. The dude driving turns around, looks at me, and says, fuck all that shit. We going. Me being pussy. Tense up. And I can't do nothing. You know why? Because I'm in the middle of the seat. I can't go out the doors. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. So, what do I do? I go for the ride because I'm stuck. All right, let me stop playing. <laughs> um, but no, uh, the drive there was smooth until we hit the bridge to get into Wilder, Kentucky. And... That's when everything kind of took like a 180 and it was quiet, like, like quiet, quiet, not like a normal night quiet, but like a, uh, where the hell is everybody quiet? Like courage, the cowardly dog quiet. Like it was weird. It didn't make sense. Why? It just didn't make sense. So we finally, um, get there. And as soon as we pull up there, a police car drives past, then turns back around, comes in a lot, and he comes over, and we talk a little bit. But one of the last things he said to me that I remember is he says, if anything happens, don't call us. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but hearing something like that, no, why are we here? Why? Nah. Nah, it's, it's too much. But you know what? We're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it pushing. And that's what we did. And I regret it. <laughs> um, we f finally get away from the police officer. He drives off. And a all-white Ford Focus 07 pulls up. Some dude, his right side of his face... Looked like Freddy Cougars. Like, it looked like he burnt his face. He drives past and mean mugs us, slows up, and then drives off and keeps going on. And we're all like, that's weird. So we kind of pause, and now we're just kind of talking in front, haven't done anything yet. And then the dude in the Ford, Focus, comes back again. Pulls back in a lot. And then looks at us, mean mugs, and then drives off. Now, I'm not sure how true this is, but I was told that there was a wreck in front of Bobby Mackey's and a man in a Ford Focus actually passed away in that car wreck. I'm not for sure if that's true. I was told that, but you know, it's hearsay. I don't know. But if that's true. <clears throat> Woo. That's too much. Too much. So after all that weird stuff, and after all those signs to leave, we decide to go to the back of Bobby Mackey. So we get back there. It's all grass. It needs to be cut. It just looks just like an old-ass house, honestly, from the back with a, with a weird attic. That's all it looks like. It, it, it's just like a weird thing. I mean, uh, I'll post pictures of Bobby Mackey on my uh, page. On bio, uh, bio, 
underscore ventures or either is vile ventures i can't remember it's one of those two look them up and i'll post pictures of bobby Mackey and what it looks like so y'all get a picture of everything in the train tracks but like the back of it just is weird we just walking around we, we we just doing the bare minimum at this point at bobby Mackey's. and then out of nowhere uh the guy at the door like at the door handle he tells us to be quiet. He stops. We stop. Everybody stops. And it just gets quiet. You don't hear birds. You don't hear bats. You don't hear the grasshoppers, crickets. You don't hear nothing. You don't hear a thing. And then we see footprints in the grass. I never ran as fast as I did. I've never ran that fast before in my life. Never. Never, never before. And the thing that's wild is the person in front of me, his hamstring, I think, was either pulled or ripped, but he was taken off. He was, mm, mm, he was not about to be last. And I was not about to be last either. I don't know who was last, and I wasn't worried about it. All I know is I got my black ass in that Cadillac, and we got up out there. Got up out there. Um... All that happened, we get back to the dorms, and we're laughing, we're having a good time, because like, it was like a weird, it's like a weird, it's a weird feeling, like, yeah, we were scared, but something about getting away, and like, 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 coming back to school, and like, nothing happened to us, excited us, I don't know, some type of, this dopamine effect that just hit you, I, I don't know, so, me being the dumbass I am, I decide to get 25 plus people to go the next night. Don't know why, I don't know, I don't know why, I don't know why, but I decided to get 25 plus people to come with us, and before we went, I won't lie, but you know, um, I was told, don't know how true it was, that a few people stole some things uh, from Walmart, flashlights and equipment for the trip, but I don't know if that's true or not, maybe it is, maybe it's not, I don't know, but I know we have flashlights at Bobby Mackey's that second night. I'm just saying, but the second night is wild. That's where Mike comes along. That's where Ashley comes along. And pretty much I stay in the car the whole time. I don't really do much because I already seen that shit and I was not dealing with it. I was not dealing with it at all. So this should be kind of where I transfer uh, this over to Mike I think I'm going to throw in him talking about the tr uh, railroad tracks first. And then I'm going to get into um, his story. And then, um, yeah. But um, that was my side of everything. That was the history of Bobby Mackey. Uh, please continue to listen. Listen to Mike's side. And, um, ooh, excuse me. There won't be no outro. It's just going to end with a song. I'm not going to tell you what song. But um, I would like to say, please uh, follow uh, Vile underscore Ventures on Instagram. Uh, there's a link tree on there. And it has uh, Venmo, Cash App, uh, YouTube, and uh, Spotify. Uh, like I said, we haven't made a Patreon yet. But uh, you can donate. Uh, you, you, you could do whatever you want. Like I said, everything is going to the podcast. Um, and if you want to do also, um, 
we're going to do uh, pick movies, as in, like, uh, at a certain price. I haven't picked yet, but at a certain price, you could pick a movie for us to review, and I will review it with you or for you, whatever you, you want, and I'll watch it. And, um, yeah, but like I said, we'll, we'll get everything handled and under control as time comes along. I'm new at this. This is my first time. Um, so y'all are here to pop my cherry with me. Pause. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna keep that in or not. I don't know. Either way, thank y'all for listening. Uh, this is Mike Marble and, um, y'all have a great night. And Mike, that is the woman in white you seen. Okay. Now. I will say this. Matter of fact, I'll go go ahead and even break it down to the point where this stuff even like happened. All right. So for anybody, and I'm not saying this is this is something old. I'm not gonna say the day and time, but this is something old. So no one can go back and say we did this or we did that. This yes. is very, very old. So if you know how Bobby Mackey's is set up. Even if you want to go on Google Earth and look at it, Bobby Mackey set up where if you're driving um, out of Cincinnati, like through Newport and whatever, you pass it, it'll be on your right. But if you're going towards Cincinnati, Wilder, Kentucky, it'll be on your left. So it sits, I don't even know how many acres it would be, but there's like a huge parking lot outside the um, the place and the um the bar and whatnot, the actual building sits on the right. But behind the building, there's a railroad track that crosses, like, you know, however long it is. And behind that railroad track, there's a bunch of trees. So, um, you know, we went that one night. Um, there was a group of us. We got As I was there, saying in the beginning, the- looking at the geography of, like, the place. There's a railroad track and these trees in the back. And um it goes into the Ohio River because you'll see the tunnel and like that the outlet and it'll like drain to the Ohio River. So and there's also like concrete structures out there. I don't I never knew what it was. It's probably like some destroyed thing. I really don't know. Or it could just be part of it. But um there's like probably like a group of like ten or twelve of us and we're walking through the forest and I knew this was bad because I'm towards the end of the line. Everyone has the flashlights out, and I tell everybody, look, bro, keep your flashlights out and always point one to the back, you know? So as I'm, I'm like, second to last in the back, I'm pointing my flashlight. I keep surveying because I'm like, look, we got to have them in certain ways. You know what I mean? If you're not looking that way, let me look this way, you know? But, like, for me, I was doing it all the way because I'm like, I want us to be able to see where we're at. And it got to the point, like, after, like, probably, like, 45 seconds or a minute, the dude behind me kept pointing the light, like, past my ear, like, so I could see it through my peripherals. I'm like, bro, what you doing? Point to the back. As soon as I said point to the back, um, I saw my breath. That's one Jeez. thing. I, I saw my breath. <laughs> In my mind, I fuck. <laughs> Like, look, this is a, I'm really telling you, like, when I saw my breath, I knew something was wrong. Because, like, for me, I know when dealing with entities, you have to be respectful of them. But then also there's certain things that happen when they're around. 
like the temperature gets colder, right? So when I saw my breath, I'm like, damn, I think we done fucked up. <laughs> so we get down to the tunnel and people are going in one by one. So as we get through the tunnel, we get to like the like the drainage well, I guess you could say, where there's a gate that's above us. So we can look up and look at the moon and the stars and stuff, right? But in this little drainage like area, like the square, there's just writing all over these walls saying, hell is this way. And it's pointing towards the tunnel, like going into like the building or wherever it's leading to. And it just gets more and more like concave. It gets smaller and smaller. So it goes from like this wide, then it eventually gets this small where people have to crawl inside of it. And when it said, hell is this way, I told, and like I said, there's like 10 or 12 of us. I said, hey, look, bro, I'm not going to do that. That's it. That's that's my, that's, no, this is enough right here. So about like nine or 10 people kept going and me and like two other folks, three other folks, we left out. So we got the tunnel, we climbed on like top of it. um, So it could be an easy way to get out. Um, so that's when we come across like the fallen structure or whatever it was. Something is like demolished over there. And as we're walking by, we cross the train tracks. I mean, we come out the forest, we cross the train tracks. The same drainage area I was telling you about, like it's a box where you can look up and see the stars and stuff, look at the moon. We can see down in there. Mm-hmm. So the above ground now. So we can see people coming out with flashlights. So like, all right, cool. So we see Carlos and the rest of you guys um, at the car. So we're like, all right, cool. We finna go ahead and leave. Oh, Mike, you forgot about the text messages and phone calls. Oh, yeah. So when I told people I'm not going down the, the cave, like the, the tunnel when it got smaller and smaller, Carlos called me three times. He texted me three times saying, get out. And that was like even more of a sign. I'm like, yeah. Uh-uh. But the thing, but the thing that's so fucked about it is I remember that and I text you one time and I called you once. That's it. I didn't call you more than one time and I didn't text you more than one time. And you already know the thing. They say the devil comes in three. Yeah. So and that's something I thought about in the back of my mind. That's what kind of even like tripped me out a little bit more because I'm like. Bro. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> As we're walking back, we can see people coming out with the flashlights. So when we get to the cars, we see everybody, we whatever. We turn around, and mind you, the geography of it, we're in the parking lot. So as we turn around, we can see the railroad track in the forest behind, you know, just where we just came from. But there was something high in the sky, like mimicking a flashlight. And I think I said something first. I was like, Damn, they ain't come out the tunnel that quick. Cause I'm I'm saying like as soon as we got literally dap y'all up, like, hey, we cool, we here. As soon as we turn around, something mimicking the flashlight we just seen in the distance. So like that's pretty quick to be there, but also it's pretty high because this mind you, y'all, this thing is probably like 20 feet in the air. Mimicking this flashlight. And as soon as I said that, the flashlight dropped and there was a girl on all fours. Like, I don't want to say like no Spider-Man pose, but on all fours, but kind of like hunched over. And I'm looking, and then she ran into a bush. I said, did y'all niggas just see that shit? 
Like I started getting mad. I'm like, y'all just seen that shit, and everyone. And this is why I knew I wasn't tripping. <laughs> through my peripherals, I seen everyone just like this. Y'all were just like this. Like y'all were frozen. So I'm like, that's what even made me more mad because like, I know I'm not tripping. So when I said that, that happened. I started getting even more mad because I'm like, I know I just didn't see this, and, and I know I ain't making no better. Yeah, and he's like, and Carl is like, yeah, just ignore it, and I'm like. Ignore it. <laughs> what? What? What you mean? Ignore it. What? I know. Hey, you know <laughs> hey look, look, look. Growing up, I always, I, I, I taught myself whenever I see some scary shit, I ignore it. That's about the best way I can deal with shit. I'm gonna be honest with you, Mike. I, um, I can see the logic, but it's just like that was too evident. Then after that happened. People were uh, walking back. And after that, I was just like, yeah, bro, uh-uh. We got to get out of here. Yeah, and that and that's where we're going to. We're going to cut that where the story is for right now. But, like, we ain't got to stop. Like, after all that, like, it was just fucked. That was probably the uh, scariest situation, like, paranormal-wise I've ever been through. And I'll never do nothing like that again. And at the same time, we probably did deserve that because the equipment we got to go to the tunnels, yeah, we stole it from Walmart on Glenway. And Glen, like the Walmart and Glenway, I believe is what um, I take that back. We didn't steal it. That's hurt. That's hearsay. Hearsay. It's hearsay. Yeah, they ain't stealing nothing. I plead the fifth. You know what? Let me let me refra- let me rephrase. I heard a few people. You know, that went with us, took some things from Walmart on Glenway, but I don't know how true that is. But, you know, it is what it is. But at the same time, Glenway is number one when it comes to robberies. Inf- uh, yeah, that's true. I was just saying, them folks had equipment. I don't, shit, they got equipment. And I don't know what equipment you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they were really getting out of the equipment. I'm like, we had equipment? What was the equipment? <laughs> Flashlights. <laughs> That's it. I was I was using my phone. That was the crazy part. No, man. The the Bobby Mackey's is just a wild place. Like uh, the energy you get from being there is wild. Like I don't know if you felt the same way, Mike. But like as soon as you get there, you feel uncomfortable. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. This is what I compare it to. I compare it to going out in a nightclub in Atlanta, right? But you walk in there knowing everybody got a gun, for one. Two, everybody got a Hellcat. Then for three, a couple of these dancers in here are niggas. That's the type <laughs> of vibe. Like, I feel like Damn. I got in my own bubble. Like, this don't feel right. Like, I could either die or I could get set up or a motherfucker can try to play me. Like, Damn, I'd rather die. <laughs> So that's why I compare it to. No, I feel it. I feel it, man. But hey, that's that's this first episode. Uh, this is part one of Bobby Mackey. Um, I want to thank Mike for being on here and uh, allowing us to use his time to tell a story. I already know this first one probably isn't the greatest. I'm not gonna lie to you, Mike. I might mess around and redo uh, the intro. I might mess around and redo uh, telling the story of Bobby Mackey and bringing that back in, but we'll figure it out. Like I said, it's something new, and all you can do is make mistakes and learn from them. That's about it.
that's all you can do. But hey, Mike, is there anything you want to plug on here before uh, we we dip out? Go. Um, the only thing I can say is, you know, whoever does watch this for future purposes, just know this: save your money and stay to yourself. That's the one thing I can say: just save your money and stay to yourself, bro. I mean, shit, whatever. That's this is what it is now. All right, you heard it here, people. Save your money and stay to yourself. All right. Well, I don't have an outro, so bye. <laughs>